You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel Watusi. What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Hello and welcome to Little Diva Energy, your monthly slice of something extra. Like when you go and buy a cup of tea and then they slip you a flapjack. <laughs> slip you one? Yeah, when they're like... Just under the counter? Oh, I've just made a batch of these. Do you want a bit of flapjack? It doesn't happen often. I was going to say, where have you been going for your teas? It's more of a pipe dream, to be honest. I think more places should offer free flapjack is sort of what I'm saying, I guess. This is your manifesto you're going to run on, is it? Yeah. Uh, my name is Holly Morgan. I'm obsessed with divas and getting flapjacks to the people. Mm. Uh, my husband Tom is also here. Getting a free prep. You've, have you ever had a free prep? Once. One time. And you're generally quite charming to strangers. Mm. It's when people know you that yeah, the guards <laughs> come <laughs> down. <laughs> The, the, really, the wheels really come the off. The misanthrope within is revealed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, superficially pleasant. Superficially charming, underneath it a right cunt. Yeah, that'd be on my gravestone. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough, awkward tough. getting that past the vicar, but you gonna oh. be bur- you going to be buried? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this seems the moment to talk about it. Um, probably cremated, I would have thought. Okay. It's better, isn't it, for the... Well, you got to tell me sometime. May as well be now. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Then in that case, uh, I want to be cremated. Okay. I want to have a, hum- uh, is it humanist? Yep. Um, funeral? Yep. With a celebrant? Yep. Who you have to spend several hours with dissecting my life and foibles. And then on the way out to the creme, do they do they take the coffin? The thing when you come down you the aisle behind the a little um, screen. Mm. Okay, well, I want to go behind the screen mm-hmm. as I'm about to be launched into oblivion to Madness's One Step Beyond. Great. Well, I'm glad we've got that cleared up for the listener. Uh, and yourself. And myself. Uh, yeah. It's probably quite important that I know these things. Uh-huh. Since you'll inevitably be the one organising it. Yes. Uh, I will. Unless you keep having those flapjacks. <laughs> what do you think I'm going <laughs> to... They're going to see me off my flapjack habits. <laughs> There's a lot of syrup in them. That's so true. Up those arteries. That's true. I don't want to put myself at risk. No, that's true. Of a syrupy death. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that probably the syrup, I wouldn't worry too much in terms of how much flapjack you're actually consuming mm-hmm. based on your diabetes. Um, or heart failure based on my latent alcoholism. So that'll probably see me off long before you. So this is a diva podcast uh, where we review the events uh, from the diva-verse, for those of you who are just joining us now. Um, We don't... (laughs) Not in the last five minutes, of course. (laughs) Um, So we'll we'll begin by addressing the feedback that we've had recently, Um, (laughs) which has been very favourable. We had the gorgeous Sasha Wilson... Uh, grand dame of the theatre. Somehow the word feedback always sounds like it's going to be It does, doesn't it? Can I give you some feedback? I think you're great. That never happens, does it? Oh, wow. Come in for some feedback. You are... 
bossing it. We all need to get together after the show and the director's going to be there for some feedback. Getting cancelled. Yeah. Pulled. In short, thank you for your feedback because it's actually been positive. Yeah, we. Um, if you haven't listened to part two of our episode on Catherine O'Hara with the wonderful Sasha Wilson, I would, I'd recommend it. Oh, big time recommend. Yeah, one of my top three recommendations from the last three weeks. Tom's not on that episode. Yeah, so I can actually give you because you can feedback. actually be be you know dispassionate about it. Mm. You had some notes about mic control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, I sorted that out. <laughs> Sasha was just incredibly quiet. That was my fault, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Sasha, it, it was her fault. <laughs> I mean, you could have sat closer, but also you weren't to know. So no, it's all on Holly me. should have really told you. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, what she said, though, was glorious. Yeah, when you could hear it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Unpleasant man. Um, there's that thing that happens when you know me. Yeah, there you go. In action there. Um, lovely so <laughs> that was great we love Sasha uh, and things you do if you enjoy our conversations about divas and um, our plans for our post death uh, you can you can join us on our social medias to tell us that you like that you can yeah. tweet us at Diva Energy you can Instagram us at Big Diva Energy Facebook us at Big Diva Energy Pod no one does though do they no one does a Facebook no one does any of them really <laughs> <laughs> do it more uh, we do have a TikTok as well. I've launched a little, little tockety tick. Lovely. Uh, which you can find at, I think it's Big Diva Energy. Uh, it's me dicking about, basically. Tom's I think gonna... if you search Big Diva Energy on TikTok, you're unlikely to find anything else. Yeah, you'll find us. Uh, and you, we also do have a Patreon. Um, we do. If you'd like to, you know, chuck us a few coffers. That would be very, very welcome. Anyway, on with the show. So, let's go over to our correspondent... In the south of London, in their new home, Chris and Rich will go first to Chris. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Oh, hi, guys. Hope you're well. Um, I was just listening to your podcast uh, about divas, Big Diva Energy. And at the same time, I was just flipping through my copy of the Radio Times, which I receive uh, every week in the post and helps me choose which TV shows I'm going to watch. Now, my attention was drawn to a programme on BBC Two coming up on Saturday, the 7th of August at 9.30pm. It's called The Queens of Pop, Viva La Diva. And it says, The word diva is used to describe otherworldly talent, a term bestowed upon the best of the best in the world of opera. But somewhere along the line, the meaning got polluted by the male-dominated world of showbiz. In this programme... Anna Matronic reclaims the word diva by presenting five legendary artists. And I thought, what a coincidence, because your podcast is about divas, and this TV show is also about divas, and they're both coming out in the same week. And I heard about both of them, and it seems like this BBC Two programme has sort of stolen your gig a little bit. So I wonder if you might want to write to Points of View, that programme on BBC where people write in and they get like a voiceover artist to do their whingy letter um, about some beef they've got with the BBC. Anyway, I just thought this whole thing about divas was a bit of a coincidence. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. I we keep them separate. Yeah, they're in separate rooms. They're in separate pens. They do record on separate phones. Yeah. 
Um, and I love how you always specify that they're in South London. Yeah. This is a North London-based podcast. It's a North London-based podcast. And also the exoticism that you give <laughs> anywhere that's not North London. Like, our correspondent on the front line from... <laughs> From as far Beckham. away as yeah. South London, <laughs> another part of the same city. Yeah. You just sort of expect that. I mean, we have Kat for a bit, didn't we, as our Scottish correspondent? Yeah, beyond the border. Well, she's um, anti-royal. She is. They haven't really done much, have they, since the Crown Series 4? Uh, Kept their heads down. Well, we'll have to ca- crack on with her, actually, won't we? Because um, Imelda, some new pictures of Imelda in role have come have out. There. Yeah, I didn't realise Jonathan Price is playing Prince Philip. And I think if there's anyone I find really irritating, it's pretty, he's, he's quite high up there. Just a ham, isn't he? He's a big old ham. Big, well, to match Imelda's scrubbed ham look from, from <laughs> She Harry won't Potter. be looking like a scrubbed ham in no. this one. She'll be powdered. Mm. Lovely little powdery pink face. Oh, lovely. She can be big, isn't she? Is she? It's not a big part. The Queen in the Crown. <laughs> no, it's a, she's it, the lead. No, she has a lot of lines, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but she's not. It's not a big. The whole point of the role is to, is to not be too big with it. That's true. Right. That's true. Old uh, Olivia Coleman got stick for that for just doing too little, or doing too, too much, doing too much. She just she just, just being too Olivia Coleman. Be, she's yeah. transparent, isn't she? Yeah. You see what's going on in her head. Yeah. Whereas Claire Foy was like oh, riddle, a cipher. Yeah. Oh, love Claire Foy. Yeah, she's disappeared, isn't she? She'd probably make a big movie, Tom. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's uh, let's go to our other correspondent south of the border. Let's hear what's got what's really stuck in Rich's craw this month. Let's hear Rich's bitch. I'm actually in a really positive mood at the moment, which is uncharacteristic, but also not particularly conducive to this particular segment of your podcast. So I thought instead of having a massive gripe about, you know, Rita Ora or whatever, I thought I would um, mourn, um, but but also celebrate the loss of The X Factor, which I know went downhill. Obviously, nobody watched the last few series, but when it was popping, it was god tier television so i just thought i'd like throw out some of my favorite moments i feel like let's start at the top Cher Lloyd rapping the intro to viva la vida by coldplay like that was a game changer for uk music misha b similarly dropping a rap in the middle of rolling in the deep dressed as the queen of hearts i think covered in cards iconic rachel adadeji falling over running towards danny minogue talking off danny minogue pretending she didn't know that she got the boys by saying oh i wasn't expecting that can't do australian sorry about that everyone um katie waitzel in the sing-off for like the hundredth time just going oh sod it please don't give up on me just it was just hit after hit wasn't it oh uh, kelly Rowland, who knew you were doing up tempo ow everything oh gary barlow saying to talisa like i don't know what was more offensive those comments or your fag breath <gasps> misogyny no gary talisa being talisa remember she kept lifting her arm up and winking because it says the hu- the human boss no the female boss on her arm that was ridiculous um louis welsh being horrendous at all in fact you know what? i'm not even gonna give her the airtime she's an awful human being um i'm gonna miss it like i'm gonna miss x factor circa 2000 and what would have been like eight to 11 harry styles leaning into matt cardle and saying when he won and saying you're gonna get so much pussy oh that is just 
horrendous, isn't it? Um, Leona Lewis being Leona Lewis. Alexandra Burke with Beyonce. Hello. Um, it was the birth of Harry Styles. I just feel like, what a loss. Mm, what a loss. As if I just did that whole segment without talking about the most iconic moment from X Factor UK of all time. Kelly Rowland ringing in sick, but they rang her. It was very much like your boss calling you at lunchtime to check in on you. And she was like, <coughs> I'm sick. Oh, Kelly. Oh, Kelly. I like the rich and bitch rhyme, but I also partly now want to rename it to Rich's Craw. <laughs> or Rich's Craw Corner. <laughs> yeah, well... What's in your craw? <laughs> what's, what's really got in your craw? What is a craw? <laughs> uh, you get something stuck in it. Get like a bit of your throat. Oh, that's a good idea. So like a, if a bird like tries to eat a twig and it goes inside in your craw. it gets stuck in a... I, think, the... I think that's what it is. I always thought about it like a wig. What? <laughs> like, you know how you got like, you get a couple, like if you've got a beehive or something, you've got a, you know, like a stick in it. Why do I always think about it as sticks? I don't know. Like a stick in your, you in just your hair. You, you know, like when you've gone through a bush backwards and you've just got bits of leaves in your hair. Yeah, but... It's like a craw is like a bit of a wig. That's not, <laughs> that's not what the expression means, though. Yeah, got it stuck in your wig. Oh, it's annoying me, that. I can't get it out of my hair because it's tugging on it. God, I've learned so much about you in the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what this is for? Yeah, this is our counselling. <laughs> we just let other people listen. Yeah. Uh, right, okay, let's go. Oh, something for the Patreon. Something for the Patreon. <laughs> Join our Patreon, we'll, we'll give you an MP3 of our counselling <laughs> sessions. <laughs> Don't worry, kids, we're fine. <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> let's go to the Month in Diva. Month in Diva! Yeah, that checks out. I was just in my head, I was seeing if that is actually what happens at that point. Okay. Uh, great. So the thing about a month in, in review is that I'm mm. going to go go back and things will have changed throughout my reporting. So basically this is a section, I'm just going to update you all on where we're at with Brittany at the moment. Mm. So the month began with rumours that Paris Hilton, Christine Aguilera, Miley Cyrus and Mariah Carey <gasps> We're on the verge of launching a legal fund to free Britney. What? Yeah. Basically, like some, a D- Divas Avengers Assemble. We're going to go and free Britney. Wow. Right? Yeah. And the movement gathers a pace. Britney's been allowed to have her own lawyer. Mm. I don't think that was because of Christina. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they, those are unrelated facts. Um, as are Britney getting her lovely baps out on Instagram. Um Nice. I should get them out. She put little stars on them, but yeah, she ah. she whapped them out. On why not? Yeah, why not? She's got a lot of time on her hands, lover. Well, that is true. Um, yeah. So not Brit- anymore. She's preparing a case. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and in a classic example of manifesting, Brittany said that when she uh, she got out, she would like to go to Saint Tropez to have ice cream with Cher. Uh, and Cher responded very favourably, saying that that's exactly what they'll do. You've said that so many times on Twitter. Why has she never responded to you? I don't know. It's, I feel like it's not the ice cream bit that she wants. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to let Britney have this one, though. Mm. I think it's probably okay. You say that, she's probably met Cher. Yeah, she's definitely met Cher. Well, she's having a cake and eating it then, isn't she? <laughs> having her ice cream and eating it. Ice cream. I've never met Cher and I've never been to Saint-Tropez for ice cream with her. 
You've had ice cream. And I've been to Saint-Tropez, but, you I know. I think Britney's had all three. Yeah. You've only had one. You've I had think... a 99 flake insta. Yeah, again, I think we'll, we'll, we'll let her off the hook, won't we? Britney. Um, other diva news. Mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo visited the White House. Yeah. Sorry, just circling back. Yeah. So, Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Miley. Miley. Paris Hilton. Yeah. Although, um, if I was Mariah Carey... I'm not sure how I'd feel about Paris being involved in that. She doesn't don't think she's she should be allowed in the car. <laughs> would you? Let Paris? Uh, you would, yeah. But if you were Mariah, you'd be like, okay, so it's we're doing this for Britney, Britney Spears. Yeah. There's me, Dolly Parton's goddaughter Miley Cyrus, who also has several hit singles. Christina Aguilera, who has also appeared on stages with Mariah Carey singing. Yeah. And Paris Hilton. Well, to that I would say Mariah, pipe down. Oh. Because Paris is actually her mate, or was at one stage. Mm. She was in a photograph with her. No, they used to hang out. <laughs> Did they actually? I, yeah, I mean, I don't think she's... I'm not sure, also, a... how Paris's, if how much Paris's contribution to their friendship has helped with the current situation. No. <laughs> I feel like Paris <laughs> might be a bit too little too late in terms of getting involved. <laughs> Yeah, but she's got money. Mm. Yeah, that's one thing you can say. About yeah, her. she's got a fair bit of cash to, to, to throw look. around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Where's Lindsay? I don't think Lindsay's got the cash. No, fair enough. To be fair, I think they they fell out. Well, if Paris she's is running that Lindsay, beach house now, she'll be fine. She I, should she should have the cash. I don't think the beach Stump house makes up. much money, does it? Well, it didn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look like it was doing well. No, well, I mean given that their staff were entirely like reality TV stars competing to be staff. It's not a great look, is it? It was what sort of largely like concept. budget Love Island <laughs> contestants. Oh, another series of Lindsay's Beach House. That's, yep. I'm manifesting that. Lovely. So yeah, Olivia Rodrigo uh, went to the White House yeah. at, um, to encourage uh, the youth of America to get vaccinated. She did so in a stunning... Sort of Jackie Onassis meets Cher Horowitz from Clueless, Czech pink ensemble with a lovely platformy 90s wedge. Looked a treat, she did. So they actually managed to raise money for her? Britney? Yeah. Look, I don't, I don't have the details on the fund. Like, I mean, you edit this podcast, so you're, you, can, you, you can put your own hands up to do your circling back on this. All I know is there were rumours that they were that they were beginning to assemble. Huh. I'd hope there's some truth in it. Yes. Because just, just chatting about maybe giving someone some money is not the same as giving some some money, is no, it? No, that's true. But then just chatting about maybe a load of divas hanging out and giving money to another diva is, is not the same as it actually happening. No, it's either. just what happens in my head. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to drill down into. <laughs> no, but this is real. It's okay. a real thing. <laughs> so, okay, it's definitely real. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's real and there's a rumour about it. I didn't make it up. I mm. said rumour, re- rumour really weirdly then. Kind of. Like rumour. Anyway. I like it. Good. I'm a rumour. <laughs> a rumour. Um, I was, earlier in the month when I made that note about Rodrigo, Olivia Rodrigo, I was like, ooh, Rodrigo Harris for 24. Mm. But um, Kamala's popularity is in the bin yes. <laughs> at the moment. Well, so. Telling Mexicans to fuck off or whatever it is don't come here I think was, was mm-hmm. how she phrased it um, um, someone else presented something else Rodrigo who's on the Rolling Stone podcast yeah I can't remember who they 
position for oh Swift Swift Rodrigo. Oh, twenty twenty four. No, twenty four. Yeah. Wow, probably Kamala's probably gonna have a crack at it, isn't she? In yeah, twenty four. So let's call it twenty eight. Yeah. Also, Swifty will be a elder stateswoman by then. That's true. Will she? She'll still be younger than us. Yeah. Oh, oh, she'll always be younger than us. <laughs> that's, that's how age works. <laughs> Just stared into the void there. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Started well, off with a funeral plan, then that. came a lot closer to it. <laughs> you say that's how age works, but then Jennifer Lopez turned 52. Yeah, that's true. This month. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. No. And I've watched her Super Bowl performance. That's true. Um, also, yeah, I say that's how age works, but also Angela Bassett. Yeah. She exists. Yeah. So age clearly doesn't work like that. No. Jennifer Lopez is 52. J-Pez. J- I, I don't... How? <laughs> how? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand. Are we, are we off Olivia now? Or is that... Is this a new bit of... Yeah. Okay. But that we're, we're all... You are making this podcast so chaotic. Can I <laughs> You're moving say? on so quickly. Because there's, I, there's nothing to say. I, I, like... I open up discussion. You go back to the previous topic and <laughs> then I try Ronnie? and move on. It's like that two Ronnie sketch <laughs> where I answered the question before. Yeah. My brain's not working as fast as it used to. I just, I'm taking a while to catch up. Bloody hell, Tom. We're about to call me them. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> um, so J-Lo is 52. Yeah. And I presume we were going to get into this if I'd, if I'd let you, rather than keep going back to previous... <laughs> yes. Well, that's what I was trying to establish. I was like, because you jumped into yeah. it and I wasn't sure if it was actual news or if you'd, it just occurred to you. Um, the Ben thing? Yeah. 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 So she she released like four pictures on Instagram. The final one was was Ben Affleck. Just a picture of him. No, they were snogging. Oh, and then and not an old one. No, no, it's new. And then there's another one of him with his hand on her ass, like oh. in the Jenny from the Block video, oh. um, leaving some to speculate that perhaps he was always there. Maybe oh. his hand has been on her ass <laughs> for ten years and no one noticed. So they sort of broke up, but they didn't. And they've just not told anyone. Yeah. But they massively did And Jennifer Garner was just an imaginary wife. Yeah. I mean... I sometimes think she might be an imaginary actress. Jennifer Garner? Yeah. Then you remember how good 13 going on 30 is? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's brilliant. Um, Look, I'm obsessed with this rekindling. I think revisiting the past can be a very bad idea. And... I don't know if you listeners have had experience of this where you've rekindled an old flame, uh, thought it was a really good idea, and then realised why you broke up in the first place. Mm. I mean, why they broke up in the first place, as I recall, was that he had a stripper at his at his stag do, and events may have occurred with said lady oh. who dances exotically. Oh. Um, but I think that went, and obviously they just didn't tell us the real story but they were like getting married and then it all fell apart in the gap between stag and wedding which is a narrow window yeah so well, it, I should, assume it should he, ideally be a couple of weeks I assume he was unfaithful you, you'd you have to I feel like things probably went further with that exotic dancer than, yeah. than we were led to believe yes because I mean I'm not a fan of, of of those ladies being employed for... I mean, I'm a fan of them being employed, but not a fan of them being employed for stag dudes. It's just a bit gro- gross. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to... Um... No, but... Yeah, sorry. 
if they if they want to dance and they want to receive money for it, that's great. Let the girls dance. Let the girls dance. Would I be in Jennifer Lopez position absolutely over the moon if you went to one of those places on your stag do? No, I would not be thrilled. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. we are potentially an exceptional circumstance. I mean, we're in the minority. Yeah. Generally speaking, in terms of probably... There's, there's a cultural thing where that is generally seen as... I mean, think of all the films that well, think also that think deal about with who that. Ben Affleck is. Well, yeah, he's Southie through yeah. and through. Like, he, they, they, they made us well aware of that with the diamond toilet seat. Yeah, they, their choices forget. were not highbrow no. at the time. And what I'm saying is that it's quite representative yeah. of a certain cultural attitude towards stag do's. Yes. So actually, like, if he just had a... A, a dancing woman there and and maybe something like kind of I don't know like things got a bit handsy or whatever I don't know games were played or what mm. that that seems to me from popular culture like something that happens quite a lot and people don't generally don't break up over no I don't know maybe that's the thing I'm not in a position to say because I don't know maybe in doing the film Hustlers she got a new perspective mm, maybe and that's what's brought them back together Oh, well, yeah. Also, it just feels a lot like everyone's talking about the 90s right now. Like, it's the 2000s and the 90s. They're like, only doing it to be on trend. It's quite on trend that they've got back together, is it not? <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Like, yeah. it's quite weird. Ultimate that, throwback. Yeah, it's quite yeah. weird that people are obsessed with throwbacks and obsessed with popular culture from the past, and they've made it happen. Like, it's real now. Yeah. I guess also when you're, like, a full-on billionaire. M- millionaire? You probably don't meet that many people. Yeah, there's probably only a certain, certain rotating yeah. cast in your life. I don't think it's going to last. Well, also, maybe look at it like this. The Spice Girls did a reunion tour. Mm-hmm. Um, Backstreet Boys, I'm fairly sure, are yeah, still yeah. together. So I'm sure we'll get an NSYNC reunion at some point. <clears throat> you won't get the Scourge of the Divas on that. <laughs> I don't know. It might be like a Robbie take that scenario where like he drops, he's rumoured to be there and they leave a mic out for him and blah, blah, blah. But either way, there will be a touring version of NSYNC, I would mm. have thought, JT or otherwise. Yeah. All I'm saying is that like bands from then are doing reunions at the moment. Mm. JLo was never in a band. So this is how I... So is... who's she bringing back together? <laughs> who's she, what, what band is she getting back together? Ben Affleck. Ben Five Ever. Okay. Well, <laughs> look, it's a theory. It's an interesting one. Well, well, and, well, it's not a sane one. No. <laughs> it's not no. it's not one that takes into account their genuine emotions and, no. and them as people. No. no. It's it's That's not what we're about. That's not what we're here for. So this podcast is based on wild speculation. Absolutely. Always has been, always will. Yeah. It's the remit. Yeah, lovely. Um so some other diva behaviour in a in a much closer to home. <laughs> Dawn Butler. Absolute oh. queen. Yeah. Um for just observing the fact that our prime minister doesn't doesn't speak the truth. Uh, well, the, no, that that's been fairly consistently pointed out. It was in the, the words house. that she used for calling him a liar. Yeah, you can't call the prime minister. You can't call anyone a liar in the House Commons because that rule is from when people used to not be liars, presumably. <laughs> I mean, yeah, aren't it, most rules in the House of Commons? <laughs> yeah, comes from like the days of yore where they were like, oh, well, if someone's an MP, obviously they'll be a nice person and they won't be a fucking cunt liar. Um, I think it's more on the basis of the fact that back in the day, those kind of words. Meant more. Meant more. So you'd actually duel someone. Like that could, if you called someone a liar and you're like, I'm not going to take that back, 
people died over that sort of stuff. They'd have duels, wouldn't they? Yeah. You'd be like, right, in that case, sir, then I challenge you. And you'd take them out and, you know, someone could genuinely get shot to death. Yeah. So I guess in the House of Commons, they don't really want people dueling all the time. So it's like, out you go. You don't want to end like end up like um, early American Senate and stuff, where like some racist, awful racist, like beat a guy almost to death over the head with his cane. Mm. Yeah, they're... Some of that stuff is pretty crazy. So I th- I wonder if it was to do with that. Like, there's a limit on what you can do in the chamber so that they don't end up with these Victorian scuffles. Right. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> Victorian scuffles. Uh, yeah, I, she's, I think she's an absolute queen. I 100% agree. And good for her. And she was asked by Lindsay... Not Lindsay Graham. What's the name of the... Lindsay Hoyle? The speaker? Um, to take it back. And she was given several opportunities... <laughs> absolutely no because it's true no it's true yeah well it is it is true people got really antsy about it though and they were like at at, I think Hoyle for doing it I'm like it is the rule like it's totally fair she was she was expelled from the chamber like that is the you can't just he's not following the rules by lying the the answer to that is not you also not following the rules yeah yeah yeah. I think it's great that she did it and she made a stand and I think it's perfect but people coming at the people that had to discipline her for it it, like just leave it like she did a cool thing, but, like, she also took the consequences. Yeah. Keir Royale took his sweet time to say anything about it, didn't he? Oh, just, just nestling. Do you call him Keir Royale now? I am now, yeah. <laughs> just nestling a cheek on each side of the fence there, as usual. For our American listeners, uh, Sir Keir Starmer is the head of the opposition. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Madonna has announced that she will be streaming Madame X. So, and she's... Lots of pictures of her doing plans for it. What do you mean? The tour? Yeah. Right. The show that we would have got before she broke her leg before... Well, she hurt her leg before COVID. Mm, Yeah, she... um... And yeah. she she was doing it. She did it in Lisbon and a couple of other places. She's she just... had a show in London, didn't she? Because there was that thing where she they brought the safety yeah. curtain down. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that it, was part of the Madame X tour. It was it? the Madame X tour, yeah. And then then she 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 injured a leg, so she hasn't done it since. And then COVID. Where's she going to stream it from? Her house. That's where she does everything else from. No, I assume they'll do it in a theatre. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Cheaper. Yeah. They're much cheaper than the hundreds no, of pounds. Actually, probably it will cost six hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, and she you have to buy a new sofa to watch it on. You're not allowed to use your own one. She has to inspect every Zoom yeah um, feed that is going to be logging on to the gig beforehand. Yeah, so she can make sure that no one looks rubbish on her Zoom yeah. if she happens to bring up all the pictures of the people watching. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I endorse that. Um. Lil Nas X yes has released new music I was responding then like I was Lil Nas X just to be clear I'm not (laughs) we'll do the register Lil Nas X here here Um, Lil Nas X I would say perhaps the Madonna of our era interesting oh I bet she's clamouring to work with Lil Nas X oh I bet it keeps her up at night yeah how do we get him how are we going to get him I think he might be up for it. She's probably just now sending emails to her manager or whoever's responsible for that sort of thing, producer. Yeah. And just not filling in the subject line. And it's just an email that just says Madonna or M. Chicone or whatever yeah. it, it, Gmail is. And then it just says, how are we going to get him? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and we're yeah. at that point now, and she yeah. probably sends fifteen or sixteen a day. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And she sends them halfway through, so it's how are we gonna <laughs> get him? And then there's an emoji of the cat screaming. <laughs> and, and she's now started sending him <laughs> the cat. I love the screaming cat. It's bizarre. What emojis would Madonna use? Yeah, screaming but... cat. Uh, and now she's just sending him WhatsApps, just saying H-W-G-G-H. Yeah. yeah. And the occasional voice note when she's on the, on, um, on the treadmill and you can't hear a word she's saying, but then you know exactly what it's about. Yeah. So, yeah, Nil Nas X, the way that he is a a manipulator of the media and a provocateur, I would say he is... Very much stepping to the shoes of our, our good lady Madge. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think that's a, it's a good shout. That. Yeah. Has anyone else posited that theory? Was that your, your person? No, no, no. I've not. That's not. That's not an original take. <laughs> I see. That's a repurposed take. Ah, right. Um. Yeah, I think that's. I, I got that from Edward Russell of Inside the Groove. Great podcast. Very good podcast. Made the point the other day, which I thought was great, which is that because he did an episode on four minutes mm-hmm. and a lot of people had complained to him, basically said that was the point at which Madonna's career started going downhill, which I've heard from others. Mm-hmm. And it was at the point at which she became a follower rather than a... Originator. Originator. Yeah. Um, and he disagreed. A, because... Uh, he can point to lots of examples in her earlier work in which she was not coming up with anything particularly new. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, like things like Vogue. Yeah. Um, the sort of Europop kind of thing that she was doing and things mm-hmm. like that had not originated with her. But also later, quite a lot of interesting stuff that she'd done that other people weren't. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, it's just a quick plug for someone else's podcast. Who has not engaged with us in any way. No. <laughs> Um, it's from that phase, isn't it, where Timberland basically like guested on every like, shopping list. I produced it. Yeah, just say come in and say his name a bit, and you'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, it's Timberland's getting fifty percent of that money now." Yep. Um, yeah. Well, he it, wrote the song, so did he write it? I think so. He wrote it with um, Pharrell, I think. He okay. Wrote it with the Neptunes, I think. Fair enough, then. And I think Timberlake was involved. <laughs> <laughs> Scourge. Ugh. He's been mentioned twice now on this podcast. Today? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not happy about it. Let's move things on. Pink, per exclamation mark, Nuka, has offered to pay the fines for the Norwegian athletes who were wearing shorts rather than bikini bottoms in the European Beach Handball Championship. Superb. I fucking love pink. <laughs> we were having a conversation the day, weren't we, Chris, Rich, you and I, about uh, the... Lady Marmalade, Lady Marmalade, doesn't sound right in a British accent. Got to say, Lady Marmalade, Lady Marmalade cover with obviously Pink, Mm -hmm. Christina, Mm -hmm. uh, Missy, Mm -hmm. Lil Kim, and mysteriously Maya, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) missing in action. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Pink Pink's vocals get overshadowed because obviously Christina has the has the big build up, and again. Let's never forget the fact that Patti LaBelle did all of it. Yeah. Patti LaBelle covered all of that vocal ground. Yeah. And we kind of go, oh, well done, Christine. Obviously, I'm not saying it's not unimpressive. No. <laughs> but... That would be unfair. Pink, Pink's vokes are banging on that track. Yeah. But they're banging they, on all the tracks. She's a great vocalist. Yeah, she's a great vocalist. She's just not as much of a show pony vocally. 
But she can't. But that's what she is. That's why I don't get because like Pink belts her fucking head off. But because I think it's because she doesn't do runs. We were obsessed with runs in the in the in the Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It sounds more impressive to run between notes than it does to just sing big notes because I think in people's head they're like well if you are gifted with a voice that can hit those notes yeah then it's not difficult to do which is complete bollocks yeah but like they're just like well you can hit those notes so therefore just going like ah, at a certain yeah, yeah, volume yeah. is easy or at least easier than going yeah. and it's like well yeah they're both really difficult maybe runs are slightly harder but Look, I don't know but pink like, is dating about quants quals Pink is eating about quals. Christina's eating about quants. That's true. That's really true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's Maya eating about? Uh-uh. That's all she does. <laughs> and Missy, as we discussed. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. <laughs> and then I think says Missy. And then yeah. that's her last contribution to the song. But is gets higher billing than little Kim. Who does Pink the does full a whole rap. verse. I mean, yeah, Lil Pink Kim does a whole verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does a whole verse. It's really good, actually. And is generally, I think, on the playlist, like, less lower down than Missy. Yeah. There must be something in that. I'm sure there's a contractual thing, or, like, maybe Missy, like, produced the record or something. Yeah. Had Lil Kim slipped by that point? No, it was in the gap, wasn't it? It was before, way before Nicki and... Yeah. All that turmoil. I think one day we should get... He did talk about it quite a lot, but I think we should get Rich back to do Little Kim. Yeah. Because Little Kim is fascinating. Oh, absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Lied to the face of Faith Evans <laughs> for years. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. because just like my big brother, who I bang... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's what Pink's done. Lovely mm-hmm. Pink. Lovely bit of Pink news. Yeah, lovely bit of Pink. Um, and, you, yeah. The, so the girls, they got hit with... I saw the news, but, but they got hit with the fine. And that did they get told not to do it and then refused? And that's why they were fined? Or did they just get banged with a fine? I don't know. In the ins and outs. My, my, I was captivated by the Pink in the headline mm. and the girls being brilliant. And also this, whilst the word feminism gets used in the sort of blurb around this podcast. Yeah. The word diva <laughs> is in the title. <laughs> True. So forgive us if yeah. we don't have all the deets yeah. about a, a feminist political act. Oh, it's just... But it, we do have the deets about Pink's involvement. It's just dog shit, isn't it, though? Like, even, like, any vague fig leaf you could hold to it, being like, well, they have to wear less clothes so they can move better. Don't tell me that when you're digging a fucking bikini bottom out of your ass you're going to be concentrating more on hitting the ball. You're not. You're going to be thinking about the wedgie that the world can see. Give them sensible shorts and, and neoprene tops. But anyone, who, anyone who's ever had to play any sport knows that it's just also bollocks. Like, footballers don't wear thongs. No. They wear shorts. I wish they did. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. But they wear, they wear shorts. And they, they arguably do have to stretch their legs a lot more than bikini, uh, bikini than volleyball players do. Yeah. Because they have to run the length and breadth of a pitch all the time. It's bullshit. Yeah. Also, cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Look at cricket. Look at baseball and cricket. Crazy. So I mean, stupid. They're wearing like, fo- like practically wearing suits of armour. Yeah. Cricket, yeah, the cricket jumpers. Like, yeah. Madness. And it's played in the summer. Bonkaroo. Bonkarooney. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you a little rat sanger to finish off with. So <laughs> that that bit with, of the bread was pink being great. The other side of the bread is we're going to talk about Little Mix getting their two swords 
um, dum- dummies, waxworks, mm-hmm. and the shit, the ranger, the, the ranger, the, the the rat in the middle of the sanger is going to be uh, talking about the baby, the oh. hot mess around the baby. <laughs> Okay, good. I thought you for a second there you were going to say the, the flip side of the coin, basically, with outside of you, you'd lost the thread on your rat sanger metaphor. No. Image. And it was a bad thing because I thought you were about to tell me that Little Mix had been done dirty by the madam because no. I don't want to see that. No. No, no. no, no. We'll, we'll get there, right? We'll get Which there. one are we doing first? So this sandwich. We're going to just, just deal with this baby business. Yeah, okay, fine. Okay. So baby is... The worst. The homophobe, yeah. The homophobe. uninformed homophobe. Yeah. Uh, who is a rapper who, like, appeared with Dua Lipa on, on the Levitating and Madonna and stuff. And Madge, yeah. And he's just a twat. Mm-hmm. And he's got um, not only the worst opinions, but, like, the most b- bizarre takes on them. On medicine as well. Yeah. That if you contract HIV, you will die of AIDS within two to three days. Is that right? I think it was two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. I think you said like two or three weeks, but it's much more fun to make fun of him and make it sound like he he used like two to three working days. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Such an idiot. Um, Yeah. And said, put your hands up or put your lighters up or your phones, I think, or something, unless you're HIV positive or you're gay and have been doing blowjobs in the car park sounds like he had a blowjob in the car park Super specific, and he wasn't happy it? with it yeah because it's it's really specific thing to say like shout out to everyone out in the crowd tonight unless they're my manager arty because he stole a hundred dollars <laughs> from me and i know he took it from my wallet if you're arty don't take your lighter out <laughs> it's yeah it's weirdly specific i just i mean look you can't try and get in the head of a bigot. No, so that's I'm not going to try. It's inherently, it's inherently illogical. Not, yeah, but I'm. I'm just like the way you, you've self-immolated your career seems to indicate that you have no concept of the the transmission of images and sounds. <laughs> like, do yeah. you, what it? You might help hold these horrendous beliefs. And talk to them to your friend. Like, surely you know there's like sixty thousand people here, and it's being recorded. Like, unless he thought, felt secure enough in his bigotry to be like, enough people will back me, though. I think that's sadly, it's probably the latter. Which is, you know, what Donald Trump got to the presidency on. So yeah, that is true. But if you're guesting with people like Madonna, Dua Lipa and Madonna, <laughs> yeah, chances are. We're not going to be down with your with your your homophobia. Well, he's been dropped by several marketing campaigns, so he's lost a load of money from that. And he's not appearing at Lollapalooza. And he's been he's been taken off the bill at Lollapalooza, which is probably quite a well paid gig. Yeah, imagine. But probably what will hit him the hardest because there probably will be douchebags that still listen to his awful views. Yeah. Uh, on his records, but he won't be guesting on any more hot properties no. who have any sort of a following of people that can't stand that sort of talk. Yeah, exactly. And also he's lost loads of marketing contracts, which yeah. is an absolute shit in the wallet. Yeah, Madge read him to filth as well. Did she? Yeah. What did she say? Go on. She did a whole Instagram post about oh. it. Just, yeah. Really? Did she say she met him and she didn't like him in the first place? I can't remember about that, really. I mean, it's just like, she just says everything you wanted to say. Well, it's also worth saying that Madonna, at the beginning of of AIDS was there before there was you know Madonna was an incredible advocate and and Mm -hmm. supporter and ally and had 
employed people who were positive and mm-hmm. yeah e- long know, before a lot long of before we gained the science that we now <laughs> that now allows us to, to you know to mm. be able to dispel the kind of beliefs of someone like DeBaby <laughs> um yeah so fuck off DeBaby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And here's the other side of your rat sanger. Lovely. Lovely bit of catcher bread for you. Ooh. The mix are into swords. Now, you know what I'm going to ask you. Is Jessie there? Correct. Yes. Interesting. Yes, she is, because she was a vital part of Little Mix. Yeah. She, no, I agree. Yeah. I just wasn't sure how Madam T would feel about it. <laughs> Madam T is, she. you know she's a Little Mix stan, and you yeah, know she's, she always has she's angry. Um, but well, there was some controversy because when uh, Perry put up the pictures, she just did pictures of the three of them, and everyone was like, "Oh, I can't believe you not put pictures up of Jessie." But it's like she's probably not really allowed to. There's probably like mm. Jessie's no longer in Little Mix, so Little Mix don't tweet about Jessie anymore. Yeah, people. I think because of the whole social media thing and how it's it's ga- given us this idea that we all have this insight into people's personal lives, and because so many people do put out stupid stuff. I mean, the one thing the baby did do was put out his awful beliefs on a stage, which mm-hmm. is where people generally are supposed to air their <laughs> their beliefs, yeah, yeah, rather than doing it in your personal life. He was like, no, no, I really well, I believe s- in this crap. Oh yeah. Um, whereas like we got this idea that because it's their social media profile, like somehow it's definitely real as yeah. if little mixes social media pro- content isn't curated to the nth degree. Yeah. And probably never even see half the stuff. that yeah, goes out yeah, on yeah. It. I'm sure like if you got a thumbs up or a love heart, because you commented saying how beautiful J- Jade was like, yeah, I'm sorry to break it to you. It probably wasn't her that clicked like, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. yeah, so that was a long roundabout way of agreeing with you. Basically. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. She probably just was told, please don't put up pictures of Jessie, she's not in Little Max. Yeah. Because also, she's now her own recording yeah, artist. Yeah, exactly. So you're just advertising someone else's recording artist. Yeah. <coughs> and, you know, Jessie probably wants to do do her own deets on it anyway. Do you think they went in separately? To, to, to behold mm-hmm. the... Do you think they had to book separate... Yeah. Um, Tours. Yeah. I think they probably didn't have... To, I hate to break this to you, Tom, but I don't think Little Mix have to queue to get into Madame Tussauds. What? <laughs> Everyone has to queue to get into Madame Tussauds. That's why the queues are damn big. Not anymore. What? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I saw Chris Evans in it the other day. <laughs> what, from the Marvel Universe or from the Radio 1 Universe? <laughs> Radio 2, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but X of Billy Piper, Chris sure. Evans. Yeah. The planetarium's not there anymore. I, I had heard... That's sad, very sad. People don't want to study science anymore. They just want to look at <laughs> waxworks of celebrities. Madame Tussauds is fucked, isn't it? I've probably expressed this opinion on the podcast before. <laughs> I find it ve- like almost comically strange that yeah. we like to do that. Yeah. I mean, like you you go when you're a student, you have a lovely, Chris and I had a lovely old time. I bet you did. Just run r- ragging about, taking pictures, whatever, like give the finger to Thatcher, have a lovely day out. But really, when you look at it now, you're like, okay, so I pay 30 quid or whatever to go in and see what, I mean, they are good. They're really good waxworks. Show me one. Yeah. If you want to show me how good you are at making waxworks, show me one really good one. And then I'll go home. And I'll go home. <laughs> or just like ch- send a picture to me. A shit waxwork I've got That's what I'm here for. all the time in the world That's for. why Madame Two Swords is so confusing to me because... 
the the, the huge proportion, I'd say 99% of people that are going there, yeah. are not going to give the thing a thatcher, have a lovely day. No. Like, look at maybe how some of them don't look enough like the person yeah. and have a good old laugh. Or the kind of people that would gain such amusement like you and Chris out of a, of a shit wax about music. Yeah. Most people aren't those people. No. So I have to question <laughs> why they're going Why there. do you go? The, 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 I love nothing more than going to a, you know, a small... Very badly run regional regional museum, yeah. Such as famously the Salem Wax Museum, which we went to on our honeymoon. Perfect. Where you can see a diorama of um, the Salem witch trials with essentially a load of candles. <laughs> that I'm here for. Yeah, and while you're there, you can also check out the Pirate Museum. Yeah, because they're in the same bit. <laughs> Some of the same models are used. Witches and pirates. Pick a theme, Salem. Pick Come a on. theme. Uh, but <laughs> I, the Little Mix, they look so much like Little Mix. I guess if you love Little Mix, like you do. Mm, I do, like We yeah. do. Maybe you go and you pretend it's pretend you're hanging out with Little Mix. But now like that is fucked. That is creepy, isn't it? That's terrifying. If that is why people are... Please write in, listeners. If that is why you're going to Madame Tussauds, please, can you tell me? Yeah. Because I will have a lot more to say about that. <laughs> oh, God. Do you think people, like, go and, like... Kiss them. Kiss them and that. Yeah, probably. I bet there's... I bet there's real creep rules. that works there and has a lovely old kiss. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> goes home. Yeah, definitely. Oh! oh comes over the corkscrew. Yeah. Oh, or maybe, like... I think probably there's some people that work in Madame Tussauds that have had some serious that have got some serious deets about how often they've had to tell people not to kiss them. <laughs> what do you think is the most kissed waxwork? It will be something really annoying like Diana. Thatcher or Diana. Have some come and do, but, uh, do you think off. when when you ask, do you mean kissed like for reals, like <laughs> out of love? Yeah. Or do you mean kissed ironically? So like. Thatcher's probably had a fair few people of people like taking the piss. Yeah. Kissing her. Because you're like, oh, it's really funny to mock her appearance. No, no, just. No, she's a cunt. No, she's um, a uh, I don't know. Who's the most kissed person in Two Swords? Write in. Please. And if you work at Two Swords, please let us know. Yeah. We'd love to hear some stories. Oh. Oh, do a whole podcast series on that. Absolutely. Yes, please. Behind the wax. I've heard some horror stories from Two Swords. Go on. Um, there's one chap that I used to work with who had to be a person in the, cause they have like a dungeon sort of section. Yeah. <laughs> one of those things apparently you have to have at every London yeah. um, exhibition of some kind. And I think one of his jobs was to like come out of the seat, like drop out of the ceiling, not drop out, but he was in like a thing above them. So he would sort of come out and like swipe at them. Yeah. And I'd say probably on a daily basis, some dickhead would grab his arm and try and pull him out. Oh, no. And he definitely told a story about, like, just managing to just be, like, almost pulled entirely out and just, like, holding on by his foot to, like, a railing or something that was that was inside. Was people, like, panicking? You'd be like, oh, you frightened me. Yeah, he got, like, yeah, he got hit in the face a lot. Oh. He, he would just, like, come out of the ceiling and just guys would just be like, bam, and, like, hit him in the face. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, a couple of people would genuinely just try and pull him out which which to me that doesn't sound like fear that sounds like that's people dicking about yeah there's people being arseholes um <clears throat> right well don't do that <laughs> if you yeah, go and see the mix and you want don't kiss them also if you see the mix in real life don't, don't kiss, kiss them. them 
Don't, we cannot emphasize that strongly you enough. You mustn't. Or anyone, actually. Don't yeah. kiss anyone unless... unless Expressly asked to. Yeah, unless they've said that that's what they'd like. Yeah. And that concludes today's funeral and kissing advice podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've really enjoyed chatting to you. Yes. Um, guess who we've got next time on the pod? Tell me. We've got the wonderful, inspirational, the fantastic actress and writer, Bella Heesom. Oh. Oh, yes, please. Bella Heesom is coming on to talk about none other than Nina Simone. Oh, it's going to be good. Oof. Oh. I've been doing my research. I've had a lovely time. Oh. So, yes, tune into that in two weeks' time. Especially as we went to see Summer of Soul, didn't we? Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Nina's contribution to that film is particularly good, but the, the film is outstanding. Oh, it's Big so recommendation. Good. Yeah. If you can get to a cinema to see it, yeah. do so, because the music and the... Yeah, it's the, amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really worth seeing in a big screen. Yeah, lovely. Um, so, yeah, it, that's what we're having next time. Who is your diva of the month, Tom? Mine's Dawn Butler. Oh, good. Good. Uh, my diva of the month... Um, it's a diva that's very special to my heart. Okay. And of course, very special to your heart as well, as it's currently surviving off it. Um, <laughs> as this particular diva lives inside Holly. It does. As yes. we are pregnant. Yes. We're having a baby. Yeah. Which is why we've had to, sadly, drop down our content to every two weeks, because I was tired. <laughs> it's tiring. Yeah. Um, we've been really... Yeah, you've been working really hard, but also really tired. And I've obviously had to work every hour that God sends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. we need some money in the bank for when the small person arrives. Yes. <laughs> so that's our big apology and also our big news, but also a big apology for yes. having to cut down on the content. Yes, we're sorry. and But thank you. And thank yes. you for being so understanding. Thank you very much. Yes, no, no one's been, you've all been very sweet about it. Thank you so much. Um, yes. Yes, I'm with child. I am the creator, goddess, earth mother. Napa. Napa extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. I am Napa. C'est moi. She is Napa. I am Napa. <laughs> um, lovely. Well, it's been a treat um, chatting all things life, death, and, and divas in and between. Everything in between. <laughs> and you know where to find us on the socials. Do reach out. Please do. Come on. Um... Yeah, we're going to be developing more content for the Patreon and uh, the TikTok. The tickety talk. And we love you. Stay safe. Ta-ra! Bye! Bye! Bye.